this Tuesday's edition of Let's Talk. On these Tuesdays, we have been going through the book of Acts, and today we are in Acts chapter 8. Today we want to look at the gospel. A Catholic priest appeared before a large congregation and said, My people, I resign my priesthood, though I have been here for 30 years. He gave his reasons why he was leaving the priesthood. He stated, Last night I spent every hour praising God. All sleep had left me. After reading the New Testament, I saw that salvation is in Jesus Christ and the gift of God's eternal love. Penitence, purgatory, and absolution is not in it. I accepted the gift, and I love the giver. This is the power of the gospel. The background of Acts chapter 8 begins with the aftermath of the stoning of Stephen in Acts chapter 7. In the first three verses of Acts chapter 8, four things happened. Number one, persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem. Number two, Christians were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. Number three, Stephen was buried. And number four, Saul began to destroy the church. The Christians were being scattered from, from, secure, from the security of Jerusalem to fulfill Acts chapter 1, verse 8, where they were scattered to Judea and Samaria. Judea was Jewish territory and Samaria was Gentile territory. In spite of facing persecution, Philip continued to preach the gospel. From Acts chapter 8, it says, When the crowds heard Philip and saw the signs he performed, they all paid close attention to what he had said. But when they believed Philip, as he proclaimed the good news of the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Simon himself believed and was baptized, and he followed Philip everywhere, astonished by the great signs and miracles he saw. When the apostles in Jerusalem heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God, they sent Peter and John to Samaria. Verse 27, so he started out on his way. He met an Ethiopian eunuch. The eunuch asked Philip, please tell me what the prophet's talking about, himself or some, someone else. Then Philip began with the very passage of scripture that told him of the good news about Jesus. What do we learn from this passage? We learn a number of things. Number one, God will fulfill his prophecies. Acts chapter 1-8, the gospel went from Jerusalem to Judea to Samaria in Acts chapter 8. God continues to fulfill his word around the world today. Number two, Jesus is the focus of our message. In verse 12, it says, Philip proclaimed the good news of the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus is the good news more than healings and miracles. Number three, in spite of persecutions and difficulties, we are to minister the gospel. Acts chapter 8, verse 1 says, On that day a great persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem, and all except the apostles were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. Number four, the gospel is powerful and will bring people to the truth. Simon the sorcerer himself believed and was baptized, and he followed Philip everywhere, astonished by the great signs and miracles he saw. Number five, today God continues to give signs and miracles, but seemingly in a quieter way. Our faith rests in the person of Jesus Christ and God's word. If you are waiting for a miracle to believe, you have waited too long. It is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ that we have new life. As Christians, we need to be like Philip, that is, ready to share the good news of Jesus Christ. We need to have a basic framework of the gospel message, which is, Now, brothers and sisters, I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you, which you received and on which you have taken your stand. By this gospel you are saved if you hold firmly to the word I preached to you, otherwise you have believed in vain. For what I received I passed on to you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sin according to the scriptures, that he was buried and that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures. The Apostle Paul wrote this in 1 Corinthians 15, chapter 1 to 4. Our lives are to be about, be about the gospel, proclaiming the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, his death, burial, and resurrection, and the new life that he gives us through believing in him.
Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the gospel. Thank you for the gospel message of new life in Jesus Christ. We thank you for his death, burial, and resurrection and the new life that he brings. Lord, thank you that he ascended into heaven and gives us new life as he sits at your right hand. Father, thank you for this message today in Jesus' name. Amen.